Hi, and welcome back to The K-Hole. I'm Merit Kay, and joining me this week is a writer, comedian, uh, I was about to say gamer, but uh, that sounds like a slur sometimes now. Uh, <laughs> no, I proudly accept uh, you pr- gamer. Proudly, uh, you're yeah, reclaiming yeah. gamer. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that clip from Batman Beyond where it's like, we're the most oppressed group mm-hmm. of all, gamers! <laughs> it's very, very true. Uh, and that voice you're hearing is... Uh, if you would do it. Yeah. How's it going? Uh, it's going okay. Um, yeah. You know, just, just a Friday afternoon here in, in Brooklyn and you are in LA. Yeah. I did, yeah. I, I, I remember. So, you know, uh, we all, we, we both became friends in Adam's, you know, game hang group. And I remember just assuming you were out in LA and then when we were mutuals, I was seeing, uh, you and you mentioned being in New York and I was like, man, the world's big. <laughs> <laughs> the world's big. It's not just everyone's in LA. Get it together, Iffy. You know what? I think the same thing about people though. I'm like, oh yeah, New- you're from New York. That's of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Because it's like of course. Why are you that's the place to be. Because we live in two of the most uh self absorbed urban centers in the country, arguably. Yeah. Um oh, now, yeah. You're from LA, right? Uh, yeah, born and raised. And you, you just you've stayed there the whole time. Oh you, yeah. Do you you're a big fan? Oh yeah, like it was kind of the thing where I always wanted to act and mm. uh, you know do things in the industry. So it became the thing where I just never had to leave because I was like, well, this is everything that I mm-hmm. want to do is here. Yeah. But you know that where essentially I grew up right outside of LA. Like most people who say they live in LA, been to LA, know LA, have never left the, you know, portion of LA that is kind of insufferable, which is filled with the implants. Like no one's been south of the 10. Uh No one really goes beyond, you know, the valley or like the, if you pass the Citadel, you've went farther than most people in LA. That's a um, (laughs) outdoor mall that's on the five freeway once you start. But uh, most, yeah, LA natives typically end up either going into like New York, Portland, or Texas, I find. Mm. Texas. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, is, what, what, what about New Yorkers? Do New Yorkers mostly stay or, uh, or do they, uh, they pretty much just, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a New York transplant. Um, so I, I've only been living here for about five years, but... Oh, really? Where'd you yeah, grow up? Uh, I grew up just outside of Toronto in Oh, in, uh, okay. In Canada. So true Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, yeah. I, it's, I've, I'm getting like some light uh, Canada energy because, you know, uh, now I write for Apex and so they have the Vancouver offices. So you'll have... Oh, right. You know, yeah, and I always mix up Vancouver and Toronto. So whenever like people were on the same time zone, I was like, I was like, what? I thought I thought you were on Eastern time. I was like, they're like, no, it's Toronto. I was like, oh yes, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, Vancouver is, I guess, kind of the LA to uh, to Canada, Toronto. I mean, it's not really the same thing, um, but it's sort of the other like big coastal city. Mm -hmm. Toronto's not coastal really um but you know like the other big uh big uh coastal city in in Canada 
And uh, a lot of Hollywood, there's like a lot of Hollywood Vancouver, like up and down because um, people realized that it was a lot cheaper to shoot in Canada in like the 90s or 2000s. And um, a lot of big Hollywood movies were shot in Vancouver or Toronto and were supposed to be New York or LA or yeah. something. Oh, wow. See, we're getting that Canada knowledge. I, I'm, I, who was not even able to tell the difference between Toronto and Vancouver, now knows <laughs> uh, Hollywood regions. Yeah, yeah. It's there's a lot of weird cultural crossover um, between our two countries. But so yeah, you you um, you write for Apex Legends, the video game. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a fairly new uh, development. Yeah, uh, yeah, it started. It's super exciting because you know, uh, as as a lifelong gamer, uh, it's it's fun being in the dev process, and I feel I feel the switch already. Now, 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 I'm on the other side. Now, people can yell at me for the things they don't like. Now, you suddenly hate consumers, and mm-hmm. you know, hate, yeah, hate, I hate players. It, it, yeah, yeah, you're like you, you. If you don't, if you don't do it, I, I feel it's it's very interesting because, yeah, I it it made me super nervous because I still stream and stuff, and Apex Legend really legitimately is one of my favorite games. So I'm afraid of saying something that may sound like a leak when it's not meant to be, mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Like, like if, if, if I don't like something in a game, I always say, I can't wait till they fix this. Mm-hmm. And just, just, just as like a statement, like, I don't know if they're going to fix it, but you know, it's just like, you assume like, oh, well they'll fix this. And now if I say it, people will be like, oh, that a fix is coming for this. And I'm like, wait, no, no, I, that's just what I say. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. It's so funny. Like the way people pour over like every little hint of a statement from someone who's working on something that they're a big fan of and they're like oh this must mean something this means that yes yeah oh yeah yeah so what kind of stuff are you writing for that game because i feel like i've known people who have written for games um Mm -hmm. and sometimes that means like writing you know like a narrative scenario sometimes it means just like writing dialogue or whatever apex legends i guess for people who don't know um is like a a battle royale game so it's like multiplayer and there isn't i mean there is sort of like a a world building thing going on um but there isn't like a you know like a narrative that you learn over the course of like 10 hours it's all about these characters right yeah so yeah so they it's it's very that's that's the fun way and you asked it in the fun way that uh that i can answer it in a way I can actually answer it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I won't uh, ask because, you to reveal trade secrets. Or yeah, anything. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. It's so f- uh, funny. Like, whenever you... Like, this is... I think gaming is where I've signed the scariest NDAs. Like, yeah. you know, like in, in Hollywood, you have those NDAs where it's like, hey, don't be telling people, you know, this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, usually people already know because Hollywood Reporter has, you know, snuck in and like, right, right, yeah. <laughs> you know, got, but in this one, it's like, no, we will destroy your life. Do this is very important stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to, to answer the question, because I think there are a lot of people who don't even know there's lore in apex legends because yeah because it's a battle royale game that you can play and use these characters um there's no like linear narrative you can miss a lot of the lore like for Mm -hmm. example 
there's these loading screens that you can unlock. And if you go into the menu to where you can select which loading screen you want, there's usually a story attached to all of them that'll give you insight to a character or a relationship between characters. There's also comic books. There's also uh, lots of uh, cinematics that drop with the characters. And it's real easy to miss because um, a lot of times people are just kind of waiting to see what you know, the new characters are the new, like, you know, the new features, but like usually a character is introduced with some type of like narrative cinematic. And this last one blew up, uh, which was voiced by Erica Ishii Valk, uh, because it relates to Titanfall two. So mm -hmm. like it, all the fandoms came together. Uh, and so it's like a whole bunch of stuff like that there, you know, every character has a story, connected to them every legend i should say so it's it's all things like that and then also the fun of just making sure that it fits the you know actual design of of the character too you know you know because they all have abilities and such so it's been really fun yeah like god something really interesting about games like that where like you have all of the challenges of like creating a character that anyone working in any medium has like, yeah. okay, does this character like, you know, feel like a real person? Do we understand like their goals and their motivations and like their capabilities? Um, but then you, <laughs> that's also tied in, in games to like, and like, how do all those things express themselves through yes. what the player does? <laughs> right. Yes, totally. So it's fun. I mean, just like every game, you have like your lore hounds who are mm -hmm. just getting all the like hints and stuff that are being dropped. So that's always fun. Uh, but it, yeah, I knew I knew I crossed over to the other side when I was like going through the Apex subreddit and set, someone said something that uh, made me. Uh, mad <laughs> and not in the same way that most people on reddit say things because it doesn't make sense when you're like oh excuse the f out of you mm -hmm. yeah i can imagine um yeah something about apex that i've kind of always wondered about and i'm not asking you to like answer this or anything and i there mm -hmm. probably already is an answer if i had looked for it because i i played that game for a little while and then mm -hmm. I, I played it basically until the time that people got good at it and uh, then I mostly stopped. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You're like, I don't, I, I don't want to oh, deal no, with these people. Uh, I don't want to deal with the people who actually know what they're doing. Um, <laughs> but so it's a game about, yeah, so it's like a battle royale game, which really became super popular with PUBG, which was Player mm -hmm. Unknown's Battlegrounds, and then Fortnite. And all those games are about, I mean, like they get their name from the book slash movie, right? Battle Royale, yeah. where it's like a bunch of teens are stuck on an island and they have to kill each other and like only yeah. one can make it off or whatever. And, you know, that's like Hunger Games or whatever too. So like in PUBG, you're just like a, you know, a whatever nondescript person and you can like change <laughs> yeah. your, your guy's little hat or whatever. In yeah. Fortnite, you're like Catwoman or the Noid or a Chimichanga <laughs> or like a really 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 jacked ripped moose or something yeah <laughs> so like it's just you're playing with your action figures and slamming them against each other there doesn't need to be a reason why anything happens but in apex they're like real characters 
And I guess I've always wondered like, okay, so are just all of these non-canonical, like, or like when they die, are they just like brought back to life? Or like, is it like a clone or is it like a hologram? Yeah. Like, so you, yeah, yeah. You, you this is, this is a thing that's kind of answered. So yeah, this, the apex, uh, the apex games in apex legends are, is essentially this like, you know, uh, blood sport, but it's not, they're not actually dying in the, they're basically these like digital uploads of themselves. Oh, uh, you know, okay. yeah. Yeah. And so like, yeah, that's why even in the, game trailers you'll see them just killing each other off yeah because because no one's really dying it's kind of like another sport in the outlands and everyone's cheering and people have fans and some some characters really kind of like show that like your mirage and octane are all mm-hmm. about like yeah we're doing it for the fans but everyone has you know there's money in it like most uh, sports so everyone has their own motivation as to why they entered the apex games but there's like you know yeah there's a whole like league that like you work your way up to and apex games are like the big leagues of these games mm. yeah that makes sense that's kind of like um uh, similar to a game that I play a lot of, which is Destiny, and oh, I love Destiny. Yeah, that's I think that's where where we mostly interact. Is you'll post something about <laughs> Destiny, and then I'll jump in it and be so hyped. Hmm. And so in that game, you know, character the player characters are like these basically immortal space like demigods who mm-hmm. have like superpowers but also like anytime they die they can be brought back to life by their little like floating orb friend and um and so as a result they have what's called a crucible which is where guardians go to train by literally just killing each other because it's like no big thing to them and like yeah that always like i, lo- I it's really interesting to me when like fictional worlds explore like okay well what would happen if you had a bunch of people who were like effectively immortal through, you know, science, like data upload stuff or like space magic or whatever. And like, I mm-hmm. love when people come to the conclusion that, well, what they would do is they would invent a sport where you just fucking like dunk each other's brains into the trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know it's, it's great. Uh, and you know, I'll, I'll believe anything that, you know, justifies shacks because he is i love that i love that in the we're all the you know these super space warrior wizards and there still are meatheads mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, yeah justice for shack On the one hand, I, I wonder sometimes about like, like, wow, there's so many really interesting and like cool games out these days. And like, wow, a lot of them are about picking up guns and making other people stop moving with them. Oh, and, yeah. and then I'm like, so part of me is always like, that's, I kind of wish that that wasn't as big of a thing as it was. And like, mm-hmm. I like those games too. Like they're really like, you know, 
they they do a lot of things that are really engaging. And then the other part of me is like, well, but on some level, this is like fantastical, right? And so like, yeah, the idea that like you are doing this, but it's like a sport or something is very Mm -hmm. interesting and like kind of fun to me. Yeah, because there there definitely was a moment where like, you know, last year, I think I wanted to hop on and just like knee jerk wanted to raise money for a black organization with all the shoes. And I was like, let me not play a game with guns. Let me just play a game. Sure. Yeah. That's and I was stumped. I because all of my favorite games had guns. I was into Warzone, Apex Legend, Destiny. Like I was like, huh, what do I play? Do I just do I just play Final Fantasy? <laughs> do I just boot it up? Because because like my main games that I'm good at are all shooters. Uh, but I think I, that's what I do like about Apex is at least in Apex, it's a game where you're not actually killing each other. You're in the, you know, and everyone's having a good time, you know, based on the cinematics. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Warzone, like you, you, you see and <laughs> fall and crumple <laughs> in front of your very eyes. Yeah. Warzone is just like, that to me is like less fun, but mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, army guys shooting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really makes it even harder, especially when you had like, you know, the army uh, out here like yeah. uh, sponsoring tournaments. And you're like, well, this this makes it worse. <laughs> like this is already it's <laughs> weird. A, a walking a line for me. But then when you have the army like, yeah, keep keep going. Right. Like, oh, no. <gasps> yeah. yeah. It's very strange. I, that's something that I think um, a lot of people have been faced with over the past few years. It's just like okay, it's our streaming day and we were going to stream popular video game. And then it was like, wow, given literally everything that is always happening mm-hmm. uh, and the fact that like, you know, people are paying, more people are paying attention to it. It's like, this seems like really insensitive or like really inappropriate to play a game about shooting yeah, people. exactly. Or like even streaming sometimes at all at times like that. It's like, well... Like, uh, you know, there's the question of like, okay, well, do I do this thing anyway? Because it maybe will bring people some kind of comfort or like some, you know, continue some sense of like continuity for them. Or do I not? Because it would be like really weird and it's like not the time for it. Yeah. How do you, how do you like resolve that? Um, I, you know, I've started, uh, doing like allowing myself to you know step outside of just streaming video games and that when i found that i could do that it made it so much easier like one day Mm. um i was really mad it was during uh when echo park decided to displace all of the unhoused people Mm -hmm. and uh, i went to because i like pain uh and i i don't think of my mental well-being i went to the los angeles subreddit which i forget that every city (laughs) subreddit is just next door on meth like it's like it's just like it's like uh, like nimbies who are complaining about every little thing and god forbid we care about our 
you know, fellow man uh, or, or fellow human, I'll say, um, trying to, you know, uh, decolonize and <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 my language, uh, take the patriarchy out of my mouth. Um, I got to find a better way to say that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we, uh, you know, it, it, I was just like really amped up because like when I do the stream starting, it's, it truly is a ticking time bomb because if I'm here early and I'm just, I want to wait for people to kind of get in here. So 15 minutes, I'll just sometimes just scroll Reddit. And I found that thread and I was just amped up. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to game because I'm so mad. Mm. So I just started the stream and made it a just chatting stream where I talked about it. And I like went through the Reddit and talked about my problems and why I thought people were wrong. And people were there for it. Like people were like interested in kind of like hearing, you know, my point of view on those things. And I think, you know, really, uh, really, I think Twitch has become this place where people are open to that because of like people like Hassan Abi, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, the, the woke supermodel uh, from Young Turks, uh, because I, if you would have asked me before he came on Twitch that if Twitch was the space for political discussion, I'd say no way, right? <laughs> avoid right. it. It's there, but he's like carved out this space, and I think in a in a way, uh, like may have prevented some of these like neckbeard kids from like leaning into that because there is like this weird like you know gaming to alt-right pipeline that that can happen with guys like the quartering and like you mm. know or you know you can bleep it out if you don't want you know any of this chats <laughs> but like see, that's you know, the nice thing about podcasts is it's really hard yeah. to do, to name search audio yeah oh yeah that's true so but yeah you all like there's there's you know as both of us were in the gaming space and we know how many just shitty people can like try and find other shitty people uh you know there there's a whole uh the like gamergate like i th i think and i think some people smarter than me has have done the work to be like yeah no this was a this was a pipeline to the alt-right so i think having someone like him who has the time to like sit and listen to some of these chuds and then tell them why they're wrong and basically end up repeating himself over and over kind of help these people who are kind of on the fence and you know are very easy to be you know, your brain is so malleable at a certain age, uh, like it helps. I don't want to be that guy, but if I do like that, I have the space where I'm like, here's what I'm mad about and I'm going to say it. And people are like, yeah, all right, get it off your chest, King. <laughs> That's great. That's cool that yeah. you have the space for that. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I know it's it's been cool to see these people um, coming up who like are yeah pretty loud voices in a way that like you didn't really see in those spaces even just like a few years ago um what do you think that is though like that wh how why do you think that pipeline exists is it just that like you know like disaffected people like get into hobbies like games that you can do on your own and then they're susceptible to that stuff or like is it something else Oh, that's such a good question. I think it's a combination of all those things. Like I saw a really good um, video essay on, you remember that game, Welcome to the Game? Uh, and it's like that no. dark web game where, okay, it's it's actually really cool. Very scary. I don't like scary games. So mm -hmm. I don't didn't play much of it. 
but the um the simple idea is like it's a it's like this game where on the dark web there is this like smut video countdown of this woman being killed, uh, which kind of sucks because it like uses like it's it, it like uses like real video and actors, so it's it's a bit much for some people. I remember I was playing it mm-hmm. for uh, BuzzFeed multiplayer, and Kelsey was not a fan. She she was like, I don't like this. I don't like having seeing this woman like crying and you know begging for help uh, as I'm playing this video game. And I was like, Oh yeah, no, that's extremely valid but there's like all these like actors at work there's these dudes who kind of look like purge guys who wear these like jabberwockies type face masks Uh that are just that are just in the world's lore they're going around murdering people and you actively trying to stop this it puts you on their radar because you're on the dark web then there's also cops who will catch you you know on the dark web participating in these things who can bust in your house and arrest you and then there are like the actual there's like an actual like murderer who's going around killing people in the world yeah yeah the jabberwockies are with the the games trying to stop you the murderer is just a rogue murderer who you as you're searching (laughs) it's just like this dude's been going around murdering people and like they can and there's like cool mechanics where like if you've like there's certain like you know the people who have metagamed it know that at certain times one of these events will trigger and mm-hmm. you stop them with different things like you close your windows so that the Jabberwocky people can't kill you because if you make eye contact with them then you're dead uh, if the murderer comes you'll hear his footsteps so you have to go into your bathroom and turn the lights off and hide and wait till he leaves your house. And then the cops, I think it's the same thing. Like you can hide in your bathroom. (laughs) Anyway, uh, someone did a whole video essay on this game where he says the game does a good job of exploring uh, like the fact that, you know, due to the anonymity on the internet, so many people just become their worst selves, you know, like you, Mm. you, you don't have that, that risk and he was kind of talking about how a lot of morals are like uh are society based like you like it's it's basically the idea that like people will do anything they think they can get away with people will say anything they think they can get away with um unless of course you're not like a horrible person but for the most part you have you're less likely to like do the right thing if you think that no one's going to know. So I say all this to say that when you're in these like rooms, like Xbox, you know, Xbox and you're under this like gamer tag that isn't connected to you in any way. And you're, um, and you hear someone jokingly using the N word or saying, you know, uh, the, you know, the N word, uh, you know, uh, calling people that, And you might join in because you're like, well, shoot, no one's here to say I'm a racist or no one's here to say what I'm doing is racist. And and then you like then you're having fun doing it. There's this I imagine there's this, you know, I never uh, would ever know this because I've always been able to say the (laughs) word. I've never. But like I imagine like if you're just this young white dude and you're saying the n-word freely this naughty word that you've been Mm -hmm. told your whole life you cannot say there's this like excitement and almost like this like something that can be misconstrued as freedom because you're you're you're, you're doing this thing that you're banned from and i think that feeling can be manipulated you Mm. like you can have someone come in and be like 
yeah, this feels great, right? You can do whatever you want. Mm. So why are people trying to tell us what to do? And I think that is, because I think that's what, what at the deep, dark core of a lot of like alt-right people, like aside from them actively trying to uh, take and steal rights from people, I think a lot of the surface level, you know, alt-right people is just like, I just want to do whatever I want without, <laughs> without being, you know, told what to do. Uh, but people should do what I think I, they should do. So I think that's kind of like the energy behind it is, and then you get to create this boogeyman, uh, you know, also known as SJWs who are trying to take your rights away. Like if you think about like gun rights activists, I want to just use guns. You're trying to take my guns away. You think about, uh, you know, racists who want to say the N-word. I just feel like I should say the N-word. Why are you trying to take, like it all comes down to people just wanting to do what, they want mm-hmm. and go unchecked uh people people forget that you can do what you want but you know you there will be consequences Yeah, I feel like basically the idea of society is you can do what you want up to a certain limit, right? Isn't that just yeah. like sort of the most basic idea of like oh yeah of a social contract? Like by living in a society, we we live in a society, and um, you know that means you basically agree to certain things, and you know that's apart from whether those things are like right or wrong or whatever. But like that just feels like the kind of the most basic non-state of like constant war of all against all nasty brutish and short kind of thing of <laughs> just like yeah we all agree um you know we don't do these things but then yeah having someone be like but what if we did yeah is like oh, yeah. really seductive i think oh 100 percent. i think i think it really is because because there's that you know i think we all we have uh we have two wolves inside of us one wolf mm-hmm. is an edge lord you know <laughs> and, 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 it has an eye and patch time, and like yeah, a yeah. cool sword. Yeah. And so anytime you can be closer, you you know, closer to that edgelord wolf, you're like, yeah. But, you know, it's, 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 I mean, it's, it all comes down to like, you know, like the idea and the definition of punk rock, right? Like, you know, some people think that just saying the N word, even though it makes people uh, very angry, that's punk rock. And then you're like, no, punk rock is going against the system. You are the system when you do that. Right. People, I think often people have like a, a weird reference for the, for like who agrees with them and who doesn't, because like people will be like, oh, unpopular opinion, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, that isn't unpopular. It's just that your reference group is like a very small bunch of like media people and intellectuals on Twitter. If you asked most people, like they would agree with you. And you're trying to act like you're being censored because this like yeah. small group, relatively small group of people is saying, hey, don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, like it's, it's 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 like so, so ridiculous because it's because it's so funny because someone's like, oh, man, I just want to like, look, if the doors are closed and you're in your room. You can say the N word all you want. Like, That's what the if, secret. <laughs> what if a kid was dying? And 
they <laughs> went to the Made a Wish Foundation, and it was their dying wish. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I you know, yeah. <laughs> Everyone People got to think so. about these things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got to think about it. You got to think about the kid. I feel like it's like, oh, go at, go at it. You know, <laughs> go for it, Timmy. If you, this is what you want, you could have had anything. Dies, yeah. You could have met Mickey Mouse. You could have, yeah. Whatever, been walked, gone to Mount Rushmore. I don't know what dying kids want. Um, probably not either of those things. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah that, that would also be a weird one. Is like you want to go to Mount Rushmore? Really? Like, I gotta see. I gotta. Yeah, I gotta see those old presidents. I was things. trying to think of something. I was like Mount Everest, and I was like, I don't think a, a sick kid should be going up Mount yeah, Everest. Yeah. Probably. I would, I would, yeah, I would uh, recommend against that. Yeah, as a doctor, <laughs> medically. Yeah, as, yeah, as a doctor, <laughs> myself. Yeah. As a cleric. I, uh, oh. I, I You know, yeah. <laughs> well, but as a cleric, like that, that's just because like your God is telling you that you, you wouldn't be right for you to treat this child, right? Oh, yeah. Like they're like, no, it's 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 going to Bahamut. On the other hand, like, send the kid, <laughs> send the kid. I always thought that was interesting, like the idea of like a cleric in like a fantasy world where it's like you you get actual like real powers, like undeniable actual powers from a god, and like so you're just living your life being like. Oh yeah, God exists and gives me superpowers. Um, and if I displease God, then my superpowers go away. But also, there are other ones too, and we all just kind of agree and know that they are like literally real. Like, yeah, <laughs> what? I mean, that would that would that would do two things. One, I think a lot more people would be religious if they knew God was giving you superpowers. Oh but sure, if, yeah. If but then if at the same time we're like, oh, by the way all the religions are right and each one has a different set of superpowers depending on it then now you got to sit there mm. and hear them all out so you, yeah. so you can decide which superpowers you want it's like well if i go zoroastrian i get <laughs> i can summon a horse for some reason um and oh, yeah. i get plus one inch but then if i go southern baptist <laughs> i just get really racist um yeah yeah but but you will uh you will have high charisma that is true that is yeah. true yeah um i don't want to besmirch southern baptists i don't really actually know that much about their deal um maybe that is actually like, bad are they bad yeah i feel like yeah so I'd, I'd feel oh, like, yeah, southern they're, baptists they're were bad. strongly opposed to abolition okay i feel comfortable saying that they yeah, can, yeah. They <laughs> you can check, suck a dick yeah yeah so yeah, Southern Baptists get out of here. So I was right the first time. I don't. Yeah, I feel like you know I'd go transcendition, uh, transcendentalism, mostly because you know that's going to be the Druids. So, oh you know, right, talk to so animals. Yeah. Oh yeah, commune with nature. Are you a big nature person? Oh yeah, I you know I do like uh, doing shrooms and hanging out in the woods. Uh, <laughs> that's so, so, a great. So, great yeah. response oh you like nature i'm like oh yeah i love to hike and so like no i just i love to do mushrooms in the woods like yeah yeah and just walk around and stare at plants that's <laughs> like, cool that's a plant. 
can I ask, like, <laughs> what do you, I mean, I'm always curious, like, what people get out of psychedelics because, like, I've tried them, but under circumstances where, like, they didn't really work very well because they were, like, you know, I was on a prescription or something that was, like, interfering yeah. with them. So, like, um, I talked to my friend Arabelle Raphael a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. About, Big fan. Yeah, she's incredible. Um, I know. It is, it's always, like, you know, <laughs> whenever you're, like... I'm a big fan of a sex worker. <laughs> All right, you're horny. <laughs> but luckily it's my brand, so I'm like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I I um I actually first met her through drugs. Um Oh. I um I was also a big fan of her having seen I was I was dating someone who who kind of knew her and had worked with her. And um she came to my city one time for this big film festival, this porn film festival and was like does anyone in toronto have any weed and i was like i do um <laughs> and um that's how we met we've been friends ever since um but we were talking about psychedelics and like her use of them and i'm so fascinated by this stuff um just having like kind of dipped my toe in have you have mm -hmm. you done like a lot of mushrooms or? Yeah, I, I do it uh, from time to time, and I've done different experiences. Like I like everyone freaks out because I like doing it. Like when I go step out to like party, and I know I'm gonna take the train somewhere. Oh, I wow. feel like it's on an adventure, and people are like you like doing it in the city. I'm like yes, because I, but I think it's just because I like being around people, so it's not an off-putting idea. Mm. But uh definitely in nature was when I was like, okay, I get why I like the mass appeal. Uh because I think when you just kind of do it and like you know you're going on the trip, you allow it to happen, you just get this like uh this it's almost like you get to look at yourself uh from the third person and kind of like work your shit out which is why i also say like if you're going through some shit and you're holding in a lot of shit i don't recommend because all your shit will just come up to the front and <laughs> you're stuck <laughs> around your friends who are like staring at plants and you're like dealing with some real shit but i do like it as like a mental check-in to see where i am see how i'm feeling about the choices i'm making and um yeah, lots of, like I'll be like last time I did it, I was out in Joshua Tree and we were on a hike and my buddy comes up and he was like, What are you doing? And he goes, Oh, I'm just monologuing. And he goes, Yeah, me too. And we just went our separate ways and kept walking. <laughs> you just you just have this inner monologue where you're just kind of like breaking down what you think about different things, and then you get to the like I feel like after you go through the 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 stuff with yourself and kind of like enjoying the visuals you get to this point where you just feel like you're a genius and you're trying to solve all the world's problems. But then you like read it back. If you write it down, you're like, Oh, this is just basic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm that's something I wonder about too, a lot with drugs is like, you know, because I guess like I come from like a very skeptical kind of background. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't, you know, a social sciences academic. I went to grad school. I um, so like whenever someone would tell me like, oh yeah, I really like did drugs and blah blah blah, and like I figured out all this stuff. It's like, oh cool. So you like you're attributing meaning to this like basically random experience of like fucking up your brain with chemicals. Um, and then uh, I, I slowly started to move away from that 
And and now though, I'm like, okay, I've had experiences that feel extremely profound on drugs. And then afterwards I'm like, whoa, wait, really? What, why did I think that that was? And so I'm like, so is that not real? Or is it just like that I can't access it in the same way when I'm in yeah. my head on the no- in the normal kind of way or like, or what? Like, have you, have you come away from things with like lasting, like, oh, okay, this is it. The, the, my, my current take on it, because I feel the same way where I'm like, this seems so deep, but like now I'm like, whatever. But I think what a lot of times shrooms can do is allow you to like think on things without like your, all the other parts of your thinking clouding it. Like without, like, you know, for example, example like for example when we create right like like there's there's the creation that we create and then our brain starts to pick it apart and then there's parts of that that makes it better but then there's parts of it that makes us never appreciate anything we do (laughs) you know and i think like there's like an element of that kind of thinking where like there's a reason that it seemed so profound to you and it's this like raw unfettered version of thinking this thought that you cannot recollect anymore because like your normal rational thinking is back. (laughs) Yeah. That's my current guess. Okay. Yeah. I think there's something to that for sure. Yeah. Um, Cause like, you know how sometimes you'll be like, okay, like I'm going to try my best to do like a loose kind of example where you're like, okay, I'm going to take, the uh i'm gonna take these vitamins today and hopefully i will continue to take these vitamins and this will then lead to me feeling healthier and when i'm healthier you kind of have those like cause and effect Mm -hmm. and you kind of like think all the ways leading to it and i feel like when you when you are like on shrooms like you're thinking that way and you're seeing all like you're looking at the bigger picture when you're thinking these thoughts mm. and then when you're not you're just looking at the action itself and you, yeah you're you're unable to see the like what you you were seeing then which is like the ripple effect of that action right yeah that sounds really cool i need to try that again <laughs> i could definitely be better at that at not just seeing like you know um, yeah. What is directly in front of me? Would love big picture. <laughs> yeah, it, it's that's it's something I I like. That's why I like to do it like either before or after like a major career or life decision, just to just to kind of step out because it is very easy to step in, mm-hmm. and I think especially in this career you can end up so much further along in your in your career, right? Uh, and and not realize or appreciate the progress you've made because you have <laughs> you you have you have essentially um you, you you're just checking the steps because usually mm-hmm. when you achieve a goal you're thinking of the next goal you know like for the, the most vapid i think version i can think of is like you know like if if i'm like okay man I can't wait till I get like 10K followers on right. uh, Twitter. And then you get it and you're like, okay, I need to hit 50. And you're like, <laughs> okay, I need to. And like, you're never appreciating that you've accomplished that goal you set for yourself because you've already moved on to wanting something else.
it's also this really like tricky kind of feeling of like when when the number when this number hits this much i'll be happy and it's almost yeah. like you're like postponing or just like imagining that things will be totally different when like oh you you yeah have this many followers or you um i don't know like have 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 this many projects or or whatever and it's like that's so poisonous <laughs> it's like it's on, on some level like you know you need that ambition and hustle if that's the kind of life you want to live but like it's also just something that i've been realizing in myself for the past few years of like is there actually a number that would be high enough and like <laughs> i can be like oh yeah like a hundred thousand or like a million and then i'm like no i don't think there is because there would always mm -hmm. be something else and that's just something i have to deal with and work out and it's like well, why is this so important to me? Like, why, why do I need this kind of like validation? I know. Yeah, it's a, it's 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 very interesting because it is like this thing where it it will always just change, be, simply because you know that's the nature of of us. And I think yeah, I think you're right. I, the way I've described it too is like there is there. Like I always felt like, okay, when when I get my writing job, I'll be I'll buy all the, you know, mm -hmm. all the things I've wanted and I'll be happy and and I'll be good and I won't need anything else. And that's a lie because you just find more shit. Right. <laughs> you just find more, especially like because I was like, okay, I'm gonna get this gaming PC, and and then I and then all I'll need to do is upgrade the GPU and CPU often, but I'll be good. And it's like, no. Then I got into sneakers, no, because you don't. <laughs> what, what you don't realize is there's a backlog of shit in your brain that, of stuff that you wish you could get into, but you just don't have the time or money for it right now. Like it's sitting there. You didn't forget it. It's sitting in the back of your brain, and the moment you start having time and or money. You will, they will represent itself and be like, oh, you, this is a thing you've always wanted to do. And you're like, yes, it is. Yeah. And like, also, a lot of people are counting on you to feel that way. Because if you don't, they won't make any money. <laughs> if if <laughs> yeah. you don't need to buy something else, then they, yeah, then they can't sell to you. So, <laughs> like, that feeling, I think part of that feeling is like just, inherent but part of it is also like conditioned it's like you know i think there's is just like this trend to like compare yourself to other people all the time because we're like social creatures and like that's kind of what we do but it can definitely get like set into overdrive and if you don't pay attention can really just like derail your whole situation yeah oh yeah but when I get 50,000 followers, then I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We'll but when I get 50,000, when I sell a TV show, uh, when I write a book that counts as a real book, not like those fake books I put out, then I'll be happy. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's, it's all you're right. You add, you add a, as you get towards other goals, you start like <laughs> diminishing your past. Yeah. That's, like, that's, well, a yeah, real I did thing. that, but I didn't really do it. I didn't you know? really like, do it. Like that's how it yeah. was for me. You know, I've been, technically um writing for about five years now i've been writing for tv for five years but now you know next week i'm starting to write for a network tv show and so so like 
it was that thing for a long time. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm writing for TV, but I haven't wrote for a network TV show yet. I don't. And so I'm, I'm curious to see how I'm going to shit on this uh, <laughs> in the future. Like, how am I going to diminish this shit? Oh, but it only ran for six seasons. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it, it, only it, it, one. I didn't get syndicated. A couple of enemies. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't get an Emmy for my episodes. Right. It's so easy to do that. And I don't know, not to get like dark or anything, but I think sometimes I I back up and I'm just like, well, who the fuck cares? (laughs) Like, it doesn't matter how famous or accomplished you are. Like, you're still going to die. So like, if you're making yourself miserable with this, then like, yeah, you really do have to like enjoy it. Like you have yeah. to Yeah, you, you like that's the uh <laughs> uh you know, that that's the that's the joy, joy is like really enjoy it. and that's something I um <laughs> that's something I like straight up just um like have finally kind of settled into mm-hmm. is just kind of uh being like okay, I'm just enjoying it. I'm just, I'm just enjoying it and still striving. <laughs> Enjoy and strive. That's the, that's the thing. Yeah, that's good. And I think also just like the idea of a happy life is probably made up too. Um, like I think probably happiness is not the the oh, yeah. the goal or like the soul, uh, the soul goal. But mm-hmm. it, it would be nice sometimes to have a little more dopamine, yeah. <laughs> a little more serotonin. It would be nice to have just a little bit more. Yeah. You know, that's that's the goal. Right. And so hopefully, hopefully money will give that to us. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, yeah, I think we can wrap there. Oh, um, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Do you want to um, shout out anything or yeah, uh, tell yeah. people where they you can know, find uh, you? Yeah, you can definitely find me, Ify-Wadi-Way, I-F-Y-N-W-A-D-I-W-E. I guess I don't have to spell it on the pod because you can just look down. You can just look down, see. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's me on uh, all the socials, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, yeah, play Apex Legends. Uh uh, um, I'm also working on a tabletop RPG called Blackbirds, which is like this really cool. Uh, it's like it's like a mixture of like grim dark fan- fantasy and all this good stuff. I I was reading through the the early drafts, and it feels like tabletop Dark Souls. Uh, oh, so you cool. know, let that uh, you know let that uh, be inspiring to you or scary. Uh, but you know, I know. Merit, you love the Souls type games, big, right? Big, uh, big Souls fan, big oh, Souls man, head. Yeah, <laughs> since yeah, yeah. since uh, as of January of this year, <laughs> prior to that, I fucking hated them. But oh yeah, yeah. That's the thing is like it seems like you know once you get into the you got to get to into the rhythm of it, and then it becomes fun. But mm-hmm. I'm the type of person where like after I get frustrated losing so i just have to get to that point where i start to feel that progress because i did i was playing dark souls 3 and that first boss 
it's just it, it's not the the deaths that get me it's the deaths that when it's just one hit away mm-hmm. and you just ran out of stamina or something happened where you just couldn't get that last hit in and you just want to rip your hair out see that's why i don't play games like apex because i get too mad competing with people <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know it's so funny because it's it's much like a sport right like in basketball or if you or, or other sports everyone has a type of way they play and mm-hmm. i feel like apex is simpler you have like people who like try and like their main goal they just want to win it they want to win the game so like they don't necessarily play aggressively they kind of like you know, hang out and see what they can do. Yeah. And then you have people who are like, they just want to get kills. So they're too aggressive. I'm like something in the middle, which I think makes it harder because I usually have, you know, people playing with me who are on either side of the spectrum. So either like I'm rushing in the battle and they're like, whoa, or they're <laughs> rushing in the battle and I'm like, wait, hold up. <laughs> and so I'm just, I, I just, it, I, I get it too. I get that frustration where you're like, ah, we got to be on the same page here. <laughs> yeah, that's it's funny how there are yeah, so many ways to approach that stuff. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> well, yeah. Thank you again for coming on. And, yeah, um, thanks for having me. This was super fun. Yeah, this is great. And I will see all of you back here next week in the game. The K-Hole is a fanbyte.com production, hosted by Merritt K and produced by Jordan Mallory. Follow Merritt on Twitter, at Merritt K. Follow Jordan on Twitter, at Jordan underscore Mallory. For more information on blood sport recruitment in your area, go to fanbyte.com slash podcasts or visit podcastnet.work. 